As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. On this episode of the Glovers Cast, Ben and I run through the players who've donned green and white this season and give them a score out of seven. Plus Paddy is in for the quiz tonight, so enjoy. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Morris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott, goal! Hello, how are you? Welcome to the Glovers Cast with me, Ian Perkins, and Ben Barrett. Hello. Alright, mate. Yeah, just the two of us. Yeah. It's we can like, make it if we try. It's like the halcyon days of October and November. Where... I know, talking about us being rubbish and absolutely <laughs> horrendous at football, but trying to keep our spirits high in the process. Yeah, uh, Coatsy's double booked. Um, I'm not going to say about anything oh, I... about memory and age and anything nope. of that ilk. Um, nope. I think it's selfish of him to have friends and a life and a desire to eat outside, given the fact that we've all been locked away for 18 well, months. Yeah, bring back lockdown four. That's How what I said. Selfish. <laughs> yeah. If, you, if, you, if you're not going to go for it, Coates, it's you know, selfish of you. To have a social life. How very dare you? Yeah, why weren't we invited? Yeah, exactly. who 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 has time? Who has time for friends? <laughs> oh, it's weird without the football on, isn't it? I know. I think I'm kind of over it. Yeah, I don't miss it at the moment. No, no, I think I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I think I do. I think I do. <laughs> I've got a I've got a day on Saturday or at um a theme park type thing with my son and family and then we're going to have a lovely, 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 lovely time and I do not want to go. <laughs> I just want I just want a day of watching the football. I want the football. I would like the crickets on as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So just I want that feeling again. All right. Sit well, there all day watching the cricket, build up to three o'clock. When are the playoffs? No. I've no idea, but I want I want football that I care about. Oh, Saturday the twelfth. I want football that I care about, not football that I don't care about with teams that I hope don't <laughs> you know don't be successful. Oh no, it's tomorrow. Not tomorrow. I'm, it's tomorrow if you're listening now, listener. Which of course you are listening now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, this Saturday and Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. And then the final at the home of football, Ashton Gate, is is a week <laughs> later. That's not how much. strange. Yeah. <laughs> how strange. Just pluck that out of thin air. Where are we having the uh, Ashton Gate? Oh yeah, that's fine. That works. It's because of the Euros, isn't it? Um, what the Euros being played at Villa Park? Are they? And at the and they're being played at Wembley. There's some yeah, some but, games being played at Wembley, and I think it's just. The but lo- in the but in the tiered system of England stadiums, yeah, Ashton Gate does not come second. <laughs> it might not come thirty second. <laughs> oh, I think it's, it's Wembley. Not, oh, Wembley's not, not available. Okay, that's a shame. I don't Park, think it's Old it's, Trafford. It's not like it used to be. Oh, but <laughs> still. Are they not doing anything at the Cardiff City Stadium? Are they not doing anything at the, um, not the Cardiff City, the, the big one in Wales, where they held... Millennium. That's just for rugby. Millennium now, thing. Isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Probably not. They probably I don't know either. <laughs> but not Ashton Gate. Maybe we should talk about something we do know. Uh, yes. Well, that's going to be a very short podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got a few plugs this week, listener. There's a few things Plug, going on. Plugs in. Get the um, plugs in. Get the plugs in. You've been selfish and you've decided to have a weekend away. So next weekend's next week's podcast is already recorded, isn't it? Yeah, so Monday's um Monday's podcast. Coatsy has done Coatsy's done most of the work on this one. Um he's interviewed our former manager Graham Roberts, um, which is a oh. lovely little chat. And also uh this week me and Coatsy caught up with Steve Salden and we sort of spoke about um, Graham Roberts' time at Yeovil and provided a bit of context around, you know, around Graham Roberts. But for the younger listener um, who didn't support Yeovil, didn't watch Yeovil, doesn't even know who Graham Roberts is. So yeah, that was a, a fun little episode that's going to be popping up for you on Monday while I am down at my brother's for his birthday. That's nice. Good work. I like that. Yeah. Let's hope nothing important happens between now and then. And it looks like a silly podcast. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> that's not, that's just not the, you know, save it will. Till, it save will. It. That's what happens, isn't it? Oh yeah, of course it's what happens. And I'll be stranded in Devon, unable to. Dave and I will be like, "What do we do?" <laughs> Birthday's cancelled. Uh, and you've yeah. you've done a little something as well. I've I have I've been busy after our. Conversation with Jimmer. I joked about trying to get hold of Vitaly Maximenko, so I did. Really made a couple of emails, had a crack at some Slovenian, and <laughs> would you believe it? The wonderful press officer at NK Olympia of uh, Ljubljana, I think it is, got back to me. There was a little bit of a miscommunication because I was asking for an interview. I was asking for the opportunity to speak to Vitaly, and gave a few example questions like I was asking, I want to ask him about his time at Yeovil and about the playoff final and about working with Gary Johnson and, you know, where his medal is. And, you know, I gave him a few examples. And then he got back to me saying, thank you very much. I'll speak to Vitaly. And then three or four days later, 
I got an email with a Word document on where he had basically interviewed Vitaly on my behalf and transcribed everything out for me. Wow. That was helpful. Uh, what is it? Isn't it just? <laughs> really helpful. Because, you know, I don't know how his English is. You might have struggled. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's better than mine. Oh. So, excellent. Excellent. Cool. So that's going up, well, today, as you're listening to this. Yeah, you may have already today, read it. You may have already read it. It's scheduled for very, very early. So you may have already read it. It was nice. I liked it. And more to the point, it shows that it can be done. So if you want to any other random cult heroes, I think I can call Vitaly Maximenko cult heroes. If you have any other cult heroes that may require some questionable translation, let me know. Don't pick Adrian Caceres. I think he's in prison. <laughs> also, he's Australian, so it won't need much translating. Oh, no. Hang on. Who am I thinking of then? You are think You think of him. He's sort of Ar- he's Argentinian slash Australian. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I think he's in prison. Yeah, he is. Possibly in well, Buenos he Aires. Might, he might be out, out now, but there was... Okay. Allegedly, all the things you have to say when you might be treading on thin ice. It's true. This is very, very true. <laughs> so yes, it's been um, it's been a bit of fun, and I am enjoying it. And I'm quite enjoying just kind of playing a bit more feature stuff on the website. So I'm I am going to do a bit more digging because gloverscast.co.uk. The numbers are good, Ian. Have you seen the numbers? I have. Yeah, numbers are good. Yeah, thank you Getting to them. everyone logging on to gloverscast.co.uk. Um, yeah, cheers, yeah. mum. <laughs> You know, we're not all just logging, opening up several laptops. Well into the thousands, it's, it's exciting. 29th, what happened on the 29th of May? It was like one of our busiest days ever. Well, that was the last game of the season, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so there was... So, all con- heading in the right content. direction. Hashtag content. Hashtag content is yeah. coming your way. Uh, of course, the other thing we did this week, um, the, the Glovies. Is live. Um, did you like the logo? Loved it. Three stars. Yeah. Exquisite banter. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Glovies is live. Um, you can still vote if you haven't already. It's slap bang in the middle on the homepage if you're on a computer. Yeah. If you're on a mobile, you'll have to scroll a bit. Um, but it's there. Go and vote. Uh, you, you'll be able to see the, the polls once you've voted because it's an annoying plugin that doesn't hide it. Um, but yeah, well, next week, next on next Friday's episode, we'll present those and a few others that we've come up with. Um, just a few. Just a few. A special ones. Yeah, we've got to entertain ourselves now the season's over. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's next week. That's good. And, and who, else we, who else? Have we got an interview lined up or is Coatsy doing the interview? Uh, no, me and, me and Coatsy are interviewing a former player. I think we'll keep this oh. one close to our chest for oh. a little bit. Okay, yeah. okay, like it. We're yes, chatting I to know a who it is. former player on Tuesday. Um, uh, he's also an author, so there's a hint. Oh, you ruined up. it. <laughs> you ruined it. Um, and he's been on a journey, and he's a man. Um, he is, Yeah, definitely. so we're, we're yeah. interviewing him, uh, which will be fun. Um, and I don't know when we'll drop that one. Who knows drop what's going to happen. Hot. Yeah, exactly, exactly, so... July and August, they'll be hot. We'll drop it when I'm away. Uh, so probably the last nice. the, the last weekend in June or the second from last weekend in June, we'll do that one. And I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that tomorrow or today as you're listening to this, I am chatting to The Terrace. 
the uh, sports merch company that has been um, signed up alongside Yeovil as a bit of a partner. I'm hoping to get a bit of a chinwag with them, which would be nice. And some freebies. Well, that's not on me, mate. I can't. I can't do that. I can't. I can't go making promises. I we can't can go give them some. Of... We'll give them some Glovers cast freebies. What? what like what? <laughs> I got a few pens here. They don't. Have you? Just bit. Have you? Some, some bit. Oh, just big. Oh, yeah. just big biros. Yeah, yeah. Just big biros. Yeah. Yeah. No, fine. Yeah. No official merch. Nothing licensed. Not yet. <laughs> Give it time. They yeah. are a sports merchandising company. A few more listeners and a few more hits on the website, and we might we might be there. Hashtag Glovers. Glovers, glovers cast merch. <laughs> So what are we doing on today's podcast then, Ian? So, that's, that's good plugging. That's good plugging. That is. But we, we now need some content, please. Uh, so I cracked the whip this week, as they like to say. You did. Um, yes. And of what we've done is we've gone through every player who played for us this season and scored them out of seven, as is the Glover's cast way. And yeah. it's... Um, we sort of mark them individually based on our expectations of them, not comparing them to each other and that sort of thing, um, and sort of their overall influence on the season. Um, so as you're listening to this, um, we will post it on the website because um, Dave isn't here and Dave's contributed too. Um, but me and Ben are going to go through our our scores and, yeah, talk about the players. You can let us know what you think. Of you of our scores, there's a you can comment on the underneath the post tomorrow, today, whenever. It's quite a big one. It's about three thousand words all in. So three thousand words. Yeah, yeah. By the time we finished, mate, it was three and a half thousand nearly. Um, Good effort. Well played. <laughs> well, well played to all of us. Uh, well yeah. played. Well played to anyone who bothers to read it as well. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. Should we start? Do you want to go first? Shall I go first? Let, um, um, let's, well, let's 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 work down. Have, have have you got the draft in front of you? Yeah, I've got it open. I'm here. In that case, I will I will we'll go down in draft order as as the uh, as the Glovers Cast listeners will read it. Yes, okay. and we'll start with we'll start with Adam Smith, the goalkeeper. Yes, um, he's been a bit of everything, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's been good. He's been bad. He's been brilliant. He's been hilarious. He's been eccentric. He's been absolutely everything. He has. He has. And he's not had anything stable in front of him that whole time, which maybe Correct. maybe explains some of the eccentricities, some of the mistakes. Um, but, yeah, those have balanced out quite nicely with some unbelievably world-class saves, really. You know, some of the saves he's made at points this season have been unreal. Um, I guess we'd there rather be at the... I'll... Away from home, one save. It was a little tip onto the post. Possibly, I want to say Woking. Mm. I'm not sure, but there was one. I was looking when I was looking through the uh, highlights the other night to get the goal of the season nominees. That was when Murphy Glovies. missed the penalty, wasn't it? Might have been, but there was one I remember going, "Oh yeah, that was incredible." Yeah. Forgot about that. There was a couple that were absolutely. There was one that he tipped onto the bar as well, not long ago, after we returned, actually. Where I remember, because there was a, some chat in the in the WhatsApp group, wasn't there, about whether or not it was a save? And I am standing by it; it was a save. <laughs> he definitely touches it onto the bar. Yeah, so I can there's remember a few some early on at the start as well. Yeah, there's home. some absolute worldies in there. I've I have written. There's a few too many times he makes a save and it bounces back into a danger area that either gets tapped in or sort of creates a bit of a scramble, and he does need to improve on that. But 
I'd be happy if he was our keeper again next season. And I think there's probably more to come from him with a bit of stability in front of him. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. Um, I think, yeah. The, the fact that he's had an ever-changing back line in front of him this yeah. season cannot have been easy. And um, I think for the things that he has managed to do, he's been he's been good. Um, so, I mean, my score was a slap-bang in the middle four. Yeah, mine too. Absolutely the same. I think he's absolutely... He's had everything. I think he has potential to be higher. I can see him. I can see him giving him a five next year. Yeah. Just because he's been, he's had so much go against him. And don't forget, obviously, he was affected more than some by the by the passing of Lee Collins. And so to show the resilience and the and the, the wherewithal to come back and and play like he did in the manner that he did afterwards, he gets an extra pat on the back for that. Um, and so it's a four that could quite easily be better next season. Yeah. He just needs to not be um, not be totally under the cost for the entire 90 minutes every game. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's really fair. Yeah, it is. Uh, so the next one on the list, going back a little way, is uh, Daniel Ledbitter. Um, and I sort of remembered him tackling back in one of our games early in the season. I think it was against Wildstone, and that was sort of like the, you know, I was like, oh, he can run back and tackle. He's probably he ended up having to do quite a bit of that at the start of the season, but I think ultimately he was, he was a disappointment, really. But like I've written, he, he had to follow up Romeo Hutton, which was yeah. not going to be easy. Um, you, he was always going to have that comparisons. And what is he, 29, 30, with injury troubles behind him as well. So, um, yeah, for me, he was a he was a two. Sorry, Daniel. Uh, I You compared him backwards to Hutton. I compared him forwards to Bradley. And there's no real comparison for me. Bradley's just about better in every department. And so I, I, I went for a three just because he was a bit meh, really. <laughs> he was he was okay. He was fine. I think he did he end up at Gloucester with all the cash? Yes, he did, yeah. He'll be fine at that level. He'll be fine at this level if he comes back to it. But in amongst a side that wasn't doing very well, he was just a bit meh. Three. Uh, next up was Mr. Dickinson. Um nice. Has sort of been. I don't know if he saw himself playing as many games as he ended up playing in his final season as a pro, um, but he really, you know, he was he was class. He was important for yeah. us, and uh, yeah, I've put him as put him as a steady five, nearly a six, but it's got to be a five for me because um, he he had the odd injury, yeah, and the odd hiccup that free kick against um, who was it Halifax. Away, no, Hartley oh, yeah. Port. Yeah, yeah, Hartley Port, yeah. Um, Where but, we tried to, tried to win the game and ended up basically costing us a bit. Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah I, I also went for a five. I said his overall time at Yeovil was a six because I thought he was absolutely outstanding last season. Um, but this season, because of those little wobbles, at times, sorry, Dicko, at times he looked his age against quicker guys. And I mean that with nothing but nothing but respect. I'll have a 11 Carl Dickinson's anytime, anytime at all, and I'll stand by that. But for this season, it was a five. His overall time with us was a six out of seven. He's been that good for us. Next up on the back line, Mr. See, Wilco. I thought I was, I thought I was going to have a controversial opinion here about Wilco. No, mate. So I was the, I was the first to fill this one in. <laughs> I sat there and I thought, oh, okay, I'm not really sure how these lads are going to react. But we've all agreed. We've mm. all given him the same score. And 
yeah, Luke Wilkinson, we've all given him a three. Yeah. For someone who is incredibly popular, incredibly well thought of, incredibly in demand when he's not playing, will be better when Wilkinson's back. Oh, I can't wait to get Wilco back in the side. Yeah. He's he's been given a three because he's been off the boil. In a strange, choppy, changey defence where we've needed stability, where we've needed leaders to stand up and be counted, he's not been available an awful lot, unlike Dicko. Dicko yeah. has been available and he has been putting himself through it and, you know, a couple of red cards for Wilco, the second in particular for the for the deliberate handball to try and score. I mean, that that's, that's a bit of a, you know, that's a that nearly knocked an entire point off. Yeah. You know, I was thinking I was thinking about going for a four, but I think his I first really. season his first season was so strong as well. Yeah. His first season was yeah. so good um, yeah. that you know, you sort of expected him to build on that and unfortunately, you know, injuries and you know, all the other stuff sort of didn't allow that to happen. So yeah, threes all round for Luke Wilco. Um hopefully next season will be a lot brighter. Well, I said that, that's how I end. I know that three can be a six. Yeah. And that's how I genuinely feel. I think he's if if just just this one just put it to a side, come back preseason and deliver us a six out of seven season because I know he can because we saw it last year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um getting further up the pitch, Mr. Worthington. Yes. Um, now I thought you were gonna go lower on this one because you weren't very complimentary. <laughs> well no, you're fine, and you've got your reasons and I do get it. I do understand. But I had a feeling you were going to go even lower than the score you've given him. Yeah, and I mean, looking at... I think it's... I don't know. I feel like it's because when he did play, he was... He was... You know, we did improve with him in the team. Um, So I've given him a three. But I think... And, you know, he probably feels the same. That he can do a lot more. You know, the end of the season before last, he... He really seemed to like grow and was impacting games and really influencing what was happening, especially further up the pitch. And I, I don't think he improved on that as the, as this season started. Um, I think there's a lot more to come from him than just you know sideways passes in the middle of midfield. And I personally, I I expected a lot more than than we got from him really. So yeah, a, a three for me. As as uh, listeners will be able to read, I said that I can't judge him on this season until we've seen next season. Because we just <laughs> lacked consistency. We lacked him for any long streak of games. Just I wanted to see him for 15 games in a row, 10, 15 games in a row. And we just never, never got to see it, never got to see him get into a, a rhythm, never got to see him really sort of strut about like he was the only one he only played he only started 22 games this season and it was all a bit choppy and changing got a few bookings got a few um you know disappointing things and the other thing i wanted to see from him that we didn't see at all from him this season is i don't think he scored no we didn't have enough goals from midfield this year and so i've i've gone four i genuinely think if given the opportunity to run the midfield from start to finish next season there is so much more to come from him, but we haven't seen it for long enough and nearly enough in terms of an actual return on getting goals. And that applies to all the midfielders, but it's a four slap back down the middle because he didn't do a massive amount wrong, really. Injuries aren't really their fault and 
bits and pieces. So I've gone down the middle. I've sat on the fence. It's a reoccurring theme, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Fair few fours coming your way, kids. Spoiler alert. Ben doesn't like to make <laughs> make too much of an opinion. <laughs> well, he has an opinion, but his opinion is very well balanced. Yes. <laughs> Moving on, Lawson Diaz. Oh my word! <sighs> I can still see the picture of of Darren Sahl head in hands. Yeah. We haven't had a prognosis, have we? Because the season's ended, mm. we might try and find a way of. We might try and do some hashtag journalism to get some scoops on that over the next few days. I might try and slide in some DMs or something because we all want to know how he is, how he's doing, and what the future holds. So should on whether or not we're we're offering him anything or, or we're going to sadly say goodbye to him, we'll, we'll, we'll slide in some DMs. If you're listening, Lawson, because we know they all listen, you are very much welcome on the Glover's Cast to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, a real... I don't know. He was... When he played, he was just brilliant. You know, he makes things yeah. tick. He's a class apart. His touch, the way he moves the ball... Just a, a player we don't. There's, there's not many of him like this in the league. Um, but you know, unfortunately, his injury record speaks for itself. And again, it was another season where he was out for long periods. Um, for that reason, I'm out. No, a, a three on my part. I have more splinters in my ass. I went for a four again from sitting on the fence. I said that his le- at his level, he's a six out of seven player. His injury record is a two out of six. The reason he gets a four instead of a three is because at the end, he put himself in harm's way for the good of the team. And whether he stays, whether he goes, that is, that's an attribute you cannot buy. You absolutely cannot buy that. And I know there's no loyalty in football. And I would love to sit there and say, give him a contract because he's earned it, because he deserves being looked after by a, a physio or a sports scientist, which apparently we're now after. Um, but there's no loyalty in football, so that might not be the case. So that's why I went for a four, because he put himself in harm's way when he didn't have to at the end. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of no loyalty in football, uh, next on the Hello, list... Hello, <laughs> good link. Hello. <laughs> uh, next on the list is Mr. Reese Murphy, who I gave a one. No, I didn't. Um, it, it was a five. Uh, his goal's so important and just... We're going to miss those goals. But at the same time, he was injured for a lot of the season. Um, whether that was COVID, groin, if that was an injury. Um, and he missed a lot of the season. Um, but, you know, we were a better team with him in there just because of the threat he offers. So, yeah, five. Five for me. Yeah, and for me. Get in, get goals, get paid, get out. That's what I wrote down. Absolutely. Mm. Fine, South End. You won. What a sad little life. <laughs> Take your money and get out, Southend. <laughs> nice. That's a good reference. That's uh, a lovely reference. And I'm not, I'm not going to explain the reference either. If you get it, well played. Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next up, um, Chelsea's own Jimmy Smith. Um, Yeovil Town's Andrea Perlo. For, the new uh, Mongolo. <laughs> enjoyed, enjoyed him. Sort of March, April time, um, and probably February as well, when he went a little bit deeper, showed his intelligence, showed his quality as a player. But again, another another injury 
hit season, really. Um, and that, for me, slap bang in the middle on the four, joining Ben on the fence. Oh, oh, okay. Who's, who's making them? Right. You two have gone four. I've gone five. No fence sitting for me. <laughs> I've, uh, the reason I've got rid of it as a five is because, A, I want him to send us nice low knees. And B... <laughs> That's what I'll base it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and B... I think we don't quite realise how much we're going to miss him until maybe the start of next season when we go, jeez, I could have done with Jimmy Smith there. So that's why he gets a five for me. I think he uh, showed multiple strings to his bow whilst he was learning his craft and, and doing his qualifications and stuff. He was leading us and training us and warming us up. So um, he gets the five for me. He he edges the five. Okay. Um, next up, uh, Mr. Warburton. I'm surprised, mm. at, I'm surprised at your score here. What do you mean, surprised at my score? I, it can't be anything other than a four. Why? How can it be anything else? <laughs> what do you want him to give you next season? Uh, well, the, uh, oh. <laughs> look, how can you judge him on being good or bad? We never saw him. We did see him. And he was all right when we saw him. Well, yeah, but but he... Yeah, but what? No end product. Unbelievable. No, and he scored one goal. Uh, one goal. I know we were playing bad. Voted voted for as one of your goal of the season nominees in the Clovies, by the way. Yeah, I know he was... I know he looked the part, and every time he got the ball, we thought, oh, something's going to happen here. But nothing ever happened. And I thought, you know, the way... You know, he's come from League One, and we thought he was going to be... Massively important. Those first couple of games, he looked better than anyone. And we thought, here we go. He's going to drag us out of this this mess. And it didn't happen. And, you know, I don't, you know, for whatever reason, it didn't happen. After Torquay, he gets taken out early doors and never really seemed to recover from that. So, obviously, something went on behind the scenes that made him fall out of favour, I guess. But, yeah, for me, it was a, a, a two thought he was going to be better than he was, unfortunately. Dave's also given him a two, but Dave's also broken up with him at the same time. <laughs> I think it was us, not you. <laughs> right? What a way to break the news. <laughs> Sorry, mate, it's over. <laughs> I simply said, what's the good? What point is it having a Rolls Royce on the driveway if you can't find the keys? And that's all we did. And he still, we had a Rolls Royce. We couldn't find the keys. And he still, got, still got a four. Because... <laughs> Because if someone if someone drives past your house and you've got a Rolls on the driveway, people are going, "Hello, he's got a Rolls Royce. Check out that motor." That's why he gets a four. Because okay. you've still got a Rolls Royce. <laughs> can't looks... drive the thing. It's not got an MOT. <laughs> I can't find the keys. But I've got a bloody Rolls Royce, and you can't take that away. Oof. I think that's your most fence sitting one you've done. I don't the... think it could be anything else. Okay. Okay. Well, that's your that's your thought to have. Okay. Um. Courtney, Courtney, Courtney. Start of the season is his injury totally derailed us. It felt like we were building confidence, yeah. and yeah. he he was you know he was the informed striker. Um, I don't think if if he if he hadn't got injured, I don't think things would have gone the way they did. Perhaps. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was there at Halifax when he got injured. He got injured scoring. He scored a goal and got clattered by the keeper, and like you say, just never really, never really got a chance to get back in in a steady run after that, and it was such a shame. Um, 
I, and I don't think we should have got let him go, sell him, whatever we did. I don't think. Well, the circumstances around that seem to be a bit up in the air, don't they? Yeah, well. Like, did he refuse a contract? Was he ever offered a contract? If he has said, I'm not going to sign a new contract and I'll leave for free, but an offer's come in, I kind of get that. But at the same time, we were again. T- yeah, but we were told Ruben Reed was our number one priority for the whole season. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't ring true to me. It doesn't ring true to me. So Why you would yeah, let someone was, yeah. like that go and bring in a totally different player. Yeah. yeah. Um, you yes. gave him a four, though. You, you, you were I, gave him, a four I gave because... him a three because I just, you know, injury, um, goals, and then we didn't see him for half a season. You know, he went, he left. So for that, that's why I gave him a three. I, I, fear, I fear this four, and I, I might have been, I might have bent a rule here. Uh-oh. I kind of, I may have looked at the whole time since Sal's been here. And that's kind of affected me a little bit because he, uh, we forget he, he, he did he fell out the football league with us, yeah. And we kind of forget that because Darren Way had shipped him out as well and got rid of him and never saw us and barely played. We played that awful striker Dobra. Remember him? Yes. Yeah, he was horrendous. We had Courtney Duffers twiddling his thumbs. Um, so I like what he brought. I like his. I like that goal at Halifax. It was that. I'm going to chase after a lost cause. I'm going to shove a defender out the way and I'm going to get a foot in where it hurts. And that's what we had for a short period of time. You can't go any higher than four because that would be ridiculous. But we had him for half a season. He did what he was asked to do for half a season and he left in circumstances that may not have been his doing. Mm. I can't I can't give him any higher, but I don't think I can give him any lower. Okay, next up, one of the lonies, uh, Michael Kelly. Um, I've given him a four because I think he was a bit iffy at the start, but then he had to play right back, which must have been extremely weird. Yeah. Um, and in the last few games at, at left back, I, I think you know I think he did all right. I, I wouldn't be against him coming back with us next season. I think he's got enough about him. He seems to have the character that's always talked about. Um, Plus, he's been part of this unit that have gone through like a tremendous like grieving process as well. And for me, that that feels like an important part of a unit that you take forward into the next season. Um, so yeah. yeah, I like him, and he's got a four. Yeah, he did for me. But again, adding that lemon drizzle context, I did say that it's the sort of thing where you know it's a four now, mate. But you want to come back and turn that into a five or a six, and you'll you'll do immense by me. That'll that'll be absolutely fine. He did start a bit iffily. Yes. His first couple of games, I remember thinking, I'd quite like you to put a corner beyond the first man at some point during your time here, Michael, mate, if you don't mind. And then actually, by the end, he was. And he was putting in good deliveries and he was making an impact from both from both sides, like we talked about, right and left back. So, yeah, for me, it's a four, but another one of those, a bit like Worthington, where, like, that can be more. There's enough there. There's enough crumbs of ability and evidence that that can be more come yeah. next season. It's not all there yet, but I'm not ruling anything out, and I, like you, would be more than happy to see him wear the number three next season. Happy days, happy days. Um, oh, no, I've lost my screen. Who's next on the list, Ben? You said it, it is Jack Clark. Now, I'm I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to make something... I'm going to do something here, and I'm going to be a bit naughty. I'm going to change my score. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Why? <laughs> Explain to the listener why. Because I've written a, I've written a three, <laughs> and 
I cannot give him the same as Wilkinson. I can't. He didn't do anything. <laughs> he didn't do anything. No, I mean that's why me but and I, Dave I, have given him ones. You and Dave, <laughs> I'm I'm knocking I'm knocking him down to a two. <laughs> I'm not as right. Yeah, Control B, bold two. So I'm knocking him down to a two. Hair like Grealish, Shimpaz like Grealish, showed just a whiff of ability and excitement. Bit in preseason, there was a couple of games we made a couple of cameos, and at least at least at a time when we were defending like like horrendous badgers that we were <laughs> that at least at least defending. he got the ball at least he got the ball and looked forwards occasionally yeah. which i mean is absolute bare minimum stuff i think but, i think there's a touch of you know coatsy said it about warburton it's not you know it wasn't him it was us i think there might yeah. be a touch of that with him um if we, we were flying if we were flying flare players yeah if we'd have won those first six or seven games what an immense luxury to call upon this young <laughs> Exciting lad, when you're three nil up, you give him 25 minutes and say, "Go give the fullbacks hell," <laughs> and that would have done him the world of good, would have done us the world of good. But at a time when we just needed to be solid and defensive and just try and keep a bloody clean sheet, Jack Clark's never going to help you with those things. No. Yeah, he's getting a two. Okay. Pause a three. <laughs> That'll bring your average down. Um... It will bring my average down. Yeah, sorry. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Gabby Rogers is next. Gabby Rogers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gabby yeah, Rogers. I've given him a three. Um, okay. I think he did all right on occasions. Um, I think there were moments when he was perhaps a little bit too lightweight, um, pushed off the ball a little bit easy, but we'll always have that moment at Bromley. And I suppose the real cloud is, you know, that the fact that he's gone um, under whatever circumstances. And I don't think we'll ever really know why. Um, but yeah, a three for me. What you've described there is a four, surely. Um, no. There's much good things. There's as many good things as bad things you've got in your little description there. No, because I think for him in in, in the position he plays in, he should have... There, him getting knocked off the ball quite easily... Um, you know, that result is result in not getting enough out of him. I think, you know, you want more from a player in that position. I know he scored the goal in Bromley, but what else did he do? A couple of step okay. overs here and there. A little drag back. The reason, the reason I've given him a four is I remember very specifically on this podcast saying, I want us to start Cappy Rogers. I want us to give him runs in the team. And he was a player at a time where we weren't very good and we weren't getting results. I remember thinking he's someone who can provide a bit of a spark. That's why he's got a four over three and that's it really. Okay. Okay. Not Ronaldo. So just to, just to confirm if anyone out there is wondering, (laughs) he's not Ronaldo. Yeah. There was a weird sort of, you know, mentality that because he's not playing, he is the best player that there ever is. Ever. Um, The actual goat. Uh, another loney, uh, Morgan yes. Williams. I've given him a two. That might be a bit harsh. He, he did okay, was harsh. but he got injured, and I, uh, you know, so so. He only played four games, I think. Yeah. Um, Omar Sawamni wakes up every morning and wishes he was Morgan Williams. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three. Three. Well, Cozy's given, given him a two, so I'm I feel vindicated. 
Well, that says more about you two than me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. I do, I do say I fear I wreck this lad more than others. Again, I was the first to fill that out. I fear I wreck this lad more than others. And clearly that's the case. <laughs> You're prophesizing. Um, Gabby Osho. Yeah. Yeah. Again, me and Coatsy have matched up here with a three. Um, I think it was hard. You know, he came in at a difficult time. I don't really know what position he plays. Because he played right back, but I think he's a centre-back. I'm sure he played centre-back for us the first time round. Um, yeah, I think, you know, in amongst everything that was going on with us being a bit shit, he probably, you know, would be better in a stable setup as we saw the first time round. Yeah. Um, but, you know, short time, hard to judge. Um, we, weren't, we're not, we weren't very good last season. And, yeah, that's why I've given him a three. That's fine. Um, a bit like Williams before him, tidy enough, tidy enough, difficult to judge. So I haven't judged him. I've just gone straight down the middle. Or again, I did say that there's a decent football league defender in there because I think he was decent at Rochdale for a little bit on loan from Luton at the back end of the season as well. So I feel like there's a bit of potential in there for him. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see him again at our level, for example. So, yeah, I think that he is a four. Yeah, down the middle, can't really... I, I can't go... I, yeah. Three's too negative for me on that one because he's not done anything wrong. <laughs> he's not done anything wrong. I can't can't knock him below average. He's not done anything. Yeah, but never mind. Um, Albie, I'm amazed at the score that you've given Albie. <laughs> so am I. So am I. So what what have you given him? I've given him a three. I think last the season before he had a six of a season, but it was unbelievable for him to come from where he came from. And play all the games he did and perform to the standard he did. Like, I did not see that coming at all. Um, and he really shone. Um, but, he, you know, I don't think he built on it. Again, the wider context of us not being very good probably um, contributed to that. But, you know, when he was... I, f I feel like we spoke ad nauseum about him not doing enough when he was in the number 10 position. It felt like he didn't create enough. It felt like... There wasn't, uh, you know, not enough goals. Again, a common theme from our midfield this season. Um, he, he did all right at centre-back when he um, when he went back there. Certainly in the second half of the season when he had to play there, I think he did better at centre-back. The first, half, first part of the season, it was scary uh, with him at the back. Um, I sort of think we need to find out where he plays best. Though um, I don't, yeah. I don't think he's a number ten. I personally don't think he's a centre back. Um, probably, I think he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think he is? Um, I think he's an actual centre back who can do the rest of it a bit. I really do. I really do. I, I kind of agree with all you were saying. Now, I was going to sit on the fence here and put a four, but I could hear myself saying, I could hear you and Dave going, "He's sitting on the bloody fence again with another four. <laughs> so I, I decided gone over the fence. <laughs> I went over it. I went over it. I was going to give him the four, and then I thought about those genuinely fantastic games at centre-back that he had. And I thought, actually, if that's, if that's what he can offer and what is in there, actually, what he can do, and I think he's benefited from having others around him. I think he's benefited from Neufeld, benefited from Knowles, benefited from Ruben Reed. I think <laughs> he's benefited from others. So, yes, I have, I have tipped over to the five, but Albie, if you're listening... You've got to friggin' earn it now. I've given you it as a bit of a 
pre-reward, a pre-reward. That's not how this is meant to work. Yes, I've looked back and I've awarded you forwards. You've got a five out of me and I didn't think I was going to give you a five. So earn it. Prove me right. Prove these two guys wrong. I've listened to you complain about him for most of the season. And that's fine. But at the same time... And you're thinking of a couple of games at centre-back gives him a five versus the majority of games at number 10 where he did fuck all. (laughs) I'm sticking with it. I've changed one. I'm not changing another. Okay. Okay. He gets a five for me, but Albie earned the five. (laughs) Do you know what... I mean, this is a a post-season review of the players. Not a... Not a... Here's what you need to do next season, but I'll give it to you now. I'll, you I'm know. sticking with it. Okay. I'm, I'm asking. All, right. all I'm asking is, I've rated him a five, <laughs> and I ask now ask him to give to earn another five next season. <laughs> uh, Show me I'm right. All right, Quigley. Cozy's been very Quigley. harsh on Joe Quigley. Hasn't he? <laughs> Hasn't he just unbelievable? <laughs> Twelve goals a season, and you're three in the guy. Yeah. Yeah, what's that? All I mean, about? yeah, he's a five for me. Um, yeah, without I think question. All the stuff we heard about him when he first signed, you were thinking, uh-oh. uh oh. But yeah. twelve goals totally blew me away. Um, he's got something about him. I think it depends yeah. who he's partnered with. Obviously, with Ruben Reed, it doesn't work at the moment. Um, but yeah, I, I like I like Joe, and yeah, five for me. And for me, I five. Uh, next up, Mr. It, Burke. Burke, yes. Yellow card, <laughs> love this. Yeah, yellow card, one. Yeah. Um, I went two, because I'm not giving anybody one. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. Yeah, co- copy and paste from, from uh, Jack Clark, just without the Jack Grealish stuff, really. He, <laughs> I, I understand why he was brought in. I understand why he, he was brought in to be to basically be what Michael Kelly ended up being, the yeah. backup left back. You could do a few other bits as well. And, yeah, just left quietly and was never seen again, is now out on the hunt for a new club. I think he'll be the sort of person that will find a new club because people want that, especially in a crowd. And I do think sometimes that he may have benefited. You know, if you've had like sort of a, a tough 10 minutes, you're defending, heading balls away, and then a, a guy comes out on the break and you're thinking, oh, God, here we go again. But actually, Burt comes in smashes him into Rosette and that's the sort of thing that cracks the crowd up a bit right my son and everyone else gives it the whole big and then maybe there's a fist pump and a bit of a beat of the chest you know one of those moments if we'd have had a crowd especially that tough time maybe just maybe he could have been a little bit better but I didn't see much for him at all no. two <laughs> no nearly a one but I couldn't do it <laughs> Just not that way inclined, are you, mate? No, I'm just, just not, not that, that way inclined. inclined. No. Uh, Mr. Knowles, Tom Knowles, don't fall in love with footballers, except Tom Knowles, five. Done. That's very, very simple for you. Yeah, big fan. I think I think he's got the potential, actually. I, I, I nearly sixed him. Wow. Nearly, nearly, nearly went over the boundary. Um, I think that might be the title of this episode. I nearly sixed him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just because he just took a little while to get going. There was five or six, maybe even close to ten games where he was only coming off the bench. I think he missed out on a couple of squads yeah, at times. He did, didn't he? Yeah. And I kind of we kind of didn't know what he was gonna be because Cambridge supporters on social media were like, Huh? We've let him go to the conference. Yeah. Yeah. That's strange, didn't he? He played and played well and got man of the match, I think, in like a 
did like a JPT game mm. just before he joined us. And I thought, that was odd. And so clearly he had a bit of it. He just took a bit of time to get going. If he'd have hit the ground running and then put in the rest of the season like he did, I think I would have, I think I would have given him the six. It could be a six next season. He's one of the players I'm really excited to see you tell him, you're have a full him, preseason. Giving him a five this next season, you can make it a six, please. Yes. He can have his five, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> only if he gets a six next season can he have this five. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I will just say, Dave here says, this lad is something special. Wow. That's big. That's big. That's big. And there is a part of that. There's nothing to say in six months' time he's not leaving for a quarter of a million quid. He's that good. He's that good. <laughs> Scott will be rubbing his hands together. Um... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Charlie now, Lee. You, you and Dave, you and Dave yeah. have... You've disappointed me here. <laughs> Why? I thought we would have appointed you here with, uh, <laughs> with going right down the middle. He's, I am. I am fuming. He is not a six. How is he a six? And I've gone Reece six. Murphy's a five. I've gone six. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I have. Okay. I'm. I was. As, as I write this, I'm trying to think of reasons not to give him a six. I can't. Vital injured, to the team in slowed. every which way. Yeah, but he was injured, and he's still flipping played. Nearly needed the bleak button. At a slow start he's, to the season. The only reason he didn't was that blooming long throw. Long throws. I ne- I, I nearly severed him. But <laughs> no. I, no, no, I, I wasn't. You can't. There's no such thing. But I did. I did. I sat there, and I thought, you know what? Yes, do it. Okay. Give him the six. <laughs> Well done, Charlie. You've been given a six by Ben. Um, six out. And, yeah, and Josh Neufeld. You've also given Josh Neufeld a six, which, you know, I know we said yep. you wouldn't compare them to each other, but I don't feel like Josh Neufeld is a six and Charlie Lee is also a six. How? <laughs> Josh, Neufeld is a, uh, Josh Neufeld is a star man. Yeah, he yeah. Is a no, he's, he's, the star. he's worthy of a six. Well, hang on. Well, sorry, you gave him a five. Well, yeah, I've given him a five. I can see why you would so, deem him worthy of a six, but I don't see how you would deem Charlie Lee worthy of a six if Josh Neufeld is. I think they were both as important in very different ways. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I've given him a five. I think he was, you know, he is the bright spark of the season, isn't he? Um, yeah. And for it to go, for it to finish the way it did is really disappointing. I'm quite glad that he um I'm quite glad that he got his round of applause when he came off as a sub against Maidenhead because that felt like um a big yeah. moment for him really yeah I'm glad he got that because obviously of, of how it ended he should have been getting that against Stockport really um but it wasn't meant to be fortunately I hope he I hope he gets better Really, really quickly. I get Andros Townsend vibes out of him. Yeah. I think he's that good. I think he's that good. A bit like we saw with, with Andros when he was with us. There was just that little that little spark, that little glimmer. People talk about... People don't quite get it when we say we saw Stephen Colker and we just knew. Yeah, We did, didn't we? Yeah. And uh, we, kind of, we kind of got the same feelings with Andros Townsend that he was going to go and play big football. I get similar vibes out of Neufeld. There's a lot of football to be played between Josh Neufel as he is now <laughs> resting up a broken ankle and playing in the Premier League and internationally and all the rest of it that Andros Townsend went on to do. But 
with a bit of luck, a bit of judgment, the right move at the right time, the right contract at the right time, the right manager at the right time, there's something about Josh. I think he can go far. I think he can play Premier League football. Wow. Wow. Mr. Sonia Pay. Sonia Pay. Sonia Pay. Yeah. We didn't see a lot of him, did we, this year? He yeah. seemed to struggle for fitness. He did all, you know, a couple of cameos at the end of the season. Um, yeah, I've given him a, a trez. Given him a, a, a trois. I've gone quatre. Um, it's four for you uh, less cultured people out there. Um, <laughs> potential. That's all he is. I've gone down the middle. I've sat on the fence with him because he's potential. He's shown a little bit there. You know, it's it's a little bit derogatory to call him a Poundland Neufeld because he's not. He's a bit... He's a bit more than that. He's a bit bulkier. He's a bit stronger. He's a bit brasher. A bit yeah, more I think in your he's face. He's a different player, isn't he? Really? Yeah, he is. I think it's easy to make those comparisons because often, often one came on for the other. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a little bit different. It's a down the middle on the fence four. He took a bit of time to get going, didn't he? He joined and then didn't play. Yeah, I think he joined. He, sort of, he obviously joined unfit. Or yeah, exactly. It took him a while to get going, so there could have been more there. But I had to go down the middle. I don't like going underneath the middle for the middle. I don't like that. So four. <laughs> uh, Max Hunt, four's all, all round. On the fence here. Yeah, we're all on the fence. Yeah, he, you know, he looked strong when he was partnered with Billy Sass Davies. He certainly, those two had seemed to have a really good partnership together, um, yeah. and seemed really strong. But as it started chopping and changing, he seemed to struggle to get used to that. Um, yeah, a, a, a shame. Uh, that he, you know, he didn't, you know, the injuries and everything uh, kept him out towards the end. But, you know, we said before we like, we sort of saw a little bit of Huntington in him. Maybe that's just because of the height and the stature and how he looks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think he's going to be important next season for sure. Yeah, without question. We said, didn't we? We had, we had a question a few podcasts ago. Which one of the of the young lads or the or the players that we had that we've brought in goes on to be the ones worth money? I think at the time we all agreed it was probably going to be Max Hunt. I think we would all probably switch our minds now to, to Tom Knowles. Yeah. But Max Hunt at the time, I thought to myself that he's he's got something about him. He's got the sort of there will be football league clubs who will take a punt on on Hunt. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, um, down the middle again because of the time he had to spend away. And the time that he had to be a senior centre-back didn't really suit him. I think he will be better with with Wilco firing next season. Wilkinson and Hunt putting in five out of seven performances, six out of seven performances on the regular next season. Yeah, that's something you can... Sounds like a you know, cop. We talked about. Sounds like a cop show, doesn't it? Wilkinson and Hunt. Wilkinson and Hunt. Yeah. Coming to a defence near you. Let's hope. Let's hope. Um... So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Bradley, I've gone down. Bradley, the, I've gone down the middle as well with him. A um, couple of injuries. Dave's, the... Dave's undercut. Dave's undercut him. He has. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised at that. Um, I, th- you know, I thought he, he's been all over the place. He was an improvement at right back. He did all right in centre midfield. He got that unfair red card, and that sort of yeah. ended the season a little bit. He came back, but um, you know, didn't really matter too much. But yeah, I think he's, you know. He he was an upgrade, and I think, I think he's one another one of those for the future. He, he's you know he's gone. He went up with Harrogate, didn't he? Yeah. So he's got experience that experience of 
winning a league, not winning, but going up. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think he'll be. He's a good person to have around for sure. Yeah, really nice progression through the season as well. When he joined, he was a bit took a few games to get going. Um, I like what he can add going forward as much as anything else. I feel like at times there was a couple of times towards the end of the season where he was having sort of twenty twenty five yard pot shots, and I was surprised that it was him in that position. And I was like, actually, that's okay because Ledbetter was never getting there. You know, so yeah. Alex Bradley's got a little bit more in that position of going forward and being an assist and assisting an, an attack a little bit more than Ledbetter ever had. So, yeah, I've gone for four and I said that I just couldn't quite go to five, but I wasn't far away. Okay. Um, your man crush is next, uh, Josh Staunton. He is my man crush. The more <laughs> I think about him, the more I, mean, I cannot wait to see I'm this I'm surprised guy. this wasn't a seven, to be honest with you. He nearly got an eight. <laughs> So I, I we, we've all said it. We've all said it. When he signed last season, he was the one where I went, "Oh crikey, we're going for it!" Oh, this is this is a, he played forty something games for Halifax. He was nailed on to be every single position we needed him to be in, and then we just got nothing because of these horrible, horrible injuries. Something that he's talked about himself on social media. We've we have put it cloverscast.co.uk. We've put them all on on the site just so if you want to go and, and check out what Staunton said. I, I, he didn't have to go to the sort of lengths that he did. I love his conversations um, that he had. Um, just saying that he wanted to pick up the torch. Yeah, He wanted to run this football club for next season. I sort of, sort of semi-tongue-in-cheek said, that's, that's, that's captain speak, mate. That's captain talk. That really, really is. And I, I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm reliably informed as well that he's He's genuinely just a sound bloke around the place. He wants to help. He was part of that that house, I think, that obviously a couple of the guys that have left were in. I think he, Smith, and Charlie Lee kind of roomed together, and Max Hunt. Yeah. When and... they were sort of so, he was part of that group, and they he kind of I got the impression I was told uh, that he came and helped clean out one day at the stadium when they were clearing away stuff in the club shop doing a bit of a stock check. He just turned up and started helping. He's, he was very visible on Saturday um, yeah. in that he was around the dugout. He was around, he was training, the, he was doing the warm-up with the defenders. Um, yeah, he seems to have that, you know, mucking in team spirit about him, which, yeah. you know, he, for a player who spent a lot of the season out, he could quite easily have just sat, you know, sat up in the stand and, not yeah. got involved, but I, I well, other than Mr. Murphy, club... other than Mr. Murphy, I don't think the people around the club are that way inclined. The players around the club are yeah. that way inclined. They they certainly, after everything that's gone on, there seemed to be a tremendous team spirit at the end of the end of the season. And even when even sort of earlier in the season, it would have been so easy for him not to be there. Yeah, he has he has not long joined this club. They're probably not his best mates in the world because he's barely met them. How easy would it be just to kind of slink away and just, okay, I'll come back next season. I'll come back next preseason, rejoin. But no, he wanted to be there. He wanted to get there. He wanted to get to know his teammates, even though he couldn't help them in the in the position. I said, get 40 games out of him next season and he's nailed on for a six. But for now, it can only be a four. What if he has 40 bad games? I'll give him a six. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, right then, time to time to move on. Now, Ruben Reed, I, I for one am absolutely chuffed to bits that Dave isn't on this podcast today. <laughs> Ruben Reed is next on the way for us. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't do this one without me. No, sorry. My ears were burning. I had to, I had to come in here. So, what, two out of seven? Two out of seven, E-grade? No. I mean, okay, let's be fair. Poor start. Did something in the middle. Looked good when he played alongside Murphy, but we could say that about a couple of... Um, and, then a, uh, and then a poor finish. I mean, uh, yeah. Don't judge a striker on scoring goals. I've never heard anything like it. Um, he'll want to uh, do better next season. Darren Sala wanted to do better next season. I hope he does do better than next season. Two out of seven. Right, got to go, lads. Desserts here. Oh, geez, sorry. Did you, Ian, did you hear that? Yeah, he followed, sorry, mate. If... He, he followed us everywhere, didn't he? Unbelievable. Sorry if you got any... Horrible interference there, Glover's Cast fans. Couldn't help ourselves. What was that all about? <laughs> he couldn't help it. He's out for dinner. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> How did he even tune in? Unbelievable. Uh, oh, dear. What did you give him? Don't worry about anyone else. What did you give him? Uh, I gave him a two. Um, okay. I don't think we should have swapped him for Courtney Duffus. Um, or not necessarily swapped him, but I don't think letting go of Courtney Duffus and replacing with Ruben Reed was a good decision. And he, you know, he needs to do a lot more next season. Um, I know I, you know, I sort of, I was leaning on your side with, you know, we won't judge him on goals. Um, but towards the end of the season, I felt like there wasn't that effort or that energy there that there should have been, in my view. Coach is a bad influence on you. <laughs> I said I'm not going to judge him on goals, so I'm not going to. I am quite happy to tell you that three goals or four goals in 20-something appearances isn't good enough. That's fine. But I'm not going to judge him on that because I said I'm not going to. I do feel like he brought others into play. I do think that others benefited from having him around. Knowles, Neufeld, Skendy at times. And my exact lines on the website, you can check this out. Copy and paste this season into next and I'll hugely mark it down. But... At the time, we needed some attacking stability. We didn't really know what our best lineup was. We were chopping and changing all over the place. I'm giving him the four. I'm going down the middle of him. And, but, again, context, context, context. Have three goals and 27 appearances next season, and you're getting a two. You might, you know, you, you, it's not going to be enough. Especially with there no Murphy being around. Yeah. So I want a darn sight more from him next season. And for me, the parameters of what I judge him on next season now changes. But I will stick to my guns and say that I'm not judging him on goals. I'm going to judge him on other stuff. And I know I'm going to get belters for that. I know (laughs) I am. I know I'm absolutely going to get better from everyone. So I know I'm pretty much the only one that gives him half a sniff. And that's fine. Um, But next season, I want a bloody load more. Mhm. Mhm. Uh Daggers, Chris Dagnall, he was a yeah. bit of a surprise return. Um I think there was one game I think it might have been Dover in the FA Cup and I spotted him out on the pitch warming up or like taking the warming up, taking the warm up. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting because he's not he's not here. Um and yeah. then he signed signed a couple of weeks later. Um again, he's another one who I don't, you know, I don't think he was going to play a lot of games. Um, I feel like his influence was probably more around the dressing room rather than you know bringing Dagnall and he's going to drag us up the the you know drag us up the league. 
Um, maybe I've been harsh with a three. He did all right in centre midfield um, towards the end of the season, which must have been weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I did give him a three. If he'd have if he'd have finished the season how he started it, he would have almost certainly been a three, if not a two. But I think the Renaissance and that uh, switch to a different position, even if it's one that he says he enjoys, really did give him a, a massive, massive boost. And actually, I think now without Jimmy Smith, without Charlie Lee, without Dickinson, I think it's now almost quite important we keep Dagnall for next season. Wow, I really, really do for for um, for leadership for for know-how, for been there, done that, got several T-shirts. I think that's important now, and we're going to need that. So I think for me, maybe as a player coach, maybe as someone who is is going to be on the bench a lot, but can make a difference in a multitude of roles, and it's just there to coach a young striker, to just sit there and work, whatever it may be, or a lo- young loanee. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think, is where we're going to get the best out of him. But we shall see. We haven't heard anything. No. Um, and lastly, certainly not least. Only, well, only oh. lastly, because you forgot to, forgot to put him on the original document. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I missed him, because I even named him when I was talking about another player. Um, Unbelievable. BSD, Billy Sass-Davies. Yeah. What do you um, think? Well, we've, we've all gone down the middle here. but um... we, we have all gone down the middle, and I, I nearly I nearly went five. Yeah. The reason I didn't is because I didn't see enough of him in the opposition penalty area. Yeah, him and Hunt, I feel like should have chipped in a little bit more. And there was a, I, I remember saying it on a podcast, and they both scored the week after, and I was like, <laughs> "Well, that's egg on my face." But then they didn't go and do that five times before the end of the season. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I do want a little bit more out of them, but He's... at a time when he had to be a senior defender alongside Skendy, alongside Dicko, alongside Bradley, alongside anyone else who fancied playing at centre back week in week out, gets a lot of respect from me. Definitely going to go on and play in the in the football league. Definitely will go on and play. I I, I think he's got international caliber for Wales. I really really do. I think um, yeah. he's got a lot to like about him, and I think I think crew think that as well. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. I think he's going to be. Yeah, he's definitely going on to um, to high places in the game. I would say to to come in to us in our circumstance and smash it by all accounts. Um, yeah, very good. Right. We haven't given. We should say that we haven't given scores to Alfie Lloyd and to Toby Stevens. Um, it didn't feel right. We we have no idea. <laughs> we have absolutely <laughs> no idea no. Um, what to give them. Alfie Lloyd may end up being a really high score because he's earned us a small fortune by going to QPR, but that's not how you can judge a player. So we haven't given them scores deliberately. Hopefully, we get to give at least Toby Stevens a score next year. Yeah, that'd be good. Right, I'm looking at the time. Um, we need to okay. get on with a quiz. So We have got a quiz. After this short interlude, listener, we will be back with this week's quiz. Welcome back to the Glovers cast with me, Ben Barrett, Ian Perkins, the reigning, defending, Undisputed champion of the quiz is in one corner, and we have a challenger. Challenger, what's your name and where do you come from? I'm my name's Paddy, and I'm from Taunton. Crowd <laughs> goes wild. Well, it, it feels nice to to have some appreciation on the line. I have to say, we have to say, don't we, Ian? Paddy is an OG when it comes to the Glovers cast. Paddy was tweeting us 
towards the very start when we were convinced only four and a half people ever listened. Yeah, before it was yeah. cool. Before it was cool. Before it was cool, you were with us, Paddy. Thank <laughs> yeah. you so much. I, I even know what what OG means as well. Uh, there you go. Original gangster, not not own goal. Exactly. <laughs> Paddy, tell us a little bit um, um, about you. How long have you been a Yeovil fan? Oh, um, since 2004. So what's that? 17 years. Um, I remember when we we first left the the conference. So, um, yeah, I've, I've done a full loop around now for my Yeovil career. I, I should probably um, probably stop supporting <laughs> Yeovil town now. You've gone all the way up to the championship and come yeah. straight back down again. You can't, put yeah. seven, you can't put 17 years in and uh, suddenly stop. You just can't you do it. No, I know. I've, I've uh, learned my loyalty points, but um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't really got a, a nice reward at the end of it. Unless, of course, you win the quiz tonight, in which case, what bigger reward, Paddy? <laughs> Very <laughs> true. <laughs> um, I'm living in uh, you're from Taunton, so um, do you do you get to, to Hewish Park often? I'm just asking out of pure jealousy more than anything. Yeah, well, um, when I can, um, obviously the um, the lockdown put a stop to it. Uh, was a proud owner of what was it, two or three tickets for the games that were meant to be. Um, uh, that we were meant to be able to attend, but obviously they ne- they never happened. Um, yeah and i swear there was another one i think i might have naively bought whatever the game after that was and um uh, and it obviously never happened so yeah i do try and get there as often as i can but um yeah obviously like most people have missed it a lot um but we'll be back we will. We will indeed. In the meantime, we'll just have to have quizzes instead. This yes. Is, this is the Yeovil Town Who Am I quiz, a quiz that's so very highly thought of that daytime TV legend Richard Osmond is reported to have said it is the second best quiz that Chris Fox has ever been rubbish at. So I think <laughs> that is saying really quite something. Uh, I should I should caveat, by the way, that these are Dave Coates's ones. <laughs> I am just reading off a WhatsApp chat right now. Same story as always. I'm going to read out a paragraph or two regarding a ex-Yeovil Town player. And first person to guess who that is, is the winner. If you guess incorrectly, you are frozen out for one whole paragraph. Do we both understand the rules? Yes. Yes, Yes, sir. In that case, I shall begin. Player number one. I was born in Cork in Ireland in 1974. I started my career as a trainee at Arsenal before joining Wigan Athletic, but did not make an appearance for either side. In 1997, I joined AFC Bournemouth and made just one appearance. Roy O'Brien. Oh, he's in. Uh, he's quick. Yeah, he's quick. good one. I quick. Gary Dempsey, but... Oh, that's a shout. Oh, yes. That is an excellent <laughs> shout. That's well played. I like that. Well, that's so, very, yeah. very good. Fortune it's worth nothing. <laughs> no, you're right. It's good, but, but it's anyway, not what's on the card. Uh, at least I could prove that that I am a Yeovil Town fan. Yeah, a, a Gary Dempsey. Gary Dempsey. That is a name great drop. name drop. Yeah. That is yeah. a great name drop. So it's uh, kind of already sudden death for you, Paddy. Here we've got two more. You need to get at least this one. I'm looking at these names, and your time supporting the club is absolutely fine. It's absolutely spot on. So okay. it should be absolutely fine. <laughs> 
that's, he's not that's Dave, he's Dave's not he's, he's not taking us back to the 1940s when he was on the <laughs> so it's fine we... second one okay are you ready here we go I was born in Nottingham in 1986 and my first footballing action took place on the black and white side of the River Trent at Notts County but it was at Southampton that I got my break signing on youth terms there and eventually making my debut against Newcastle United on my 18th birthday. That was in 2004. I'd make two further Premier League appearances that season before heading to QPR on loan. I didn't score in my time at Loftus Road and had to wait until the following campaign where I found myself on loan again, this time at Sheffield Wednesday, to get my first senior goal in a one-all draw against Hull City. I spent the 2005-06 campaign with Wednesday and began the following year at Bournemouth on another loan spell. But in November 2006, I arrived at Yeovil on yet another loan. <laughs> Scott oh, McDonald. No, no. And you're frozen out for one entire paragraph. Sorry, I meant Oh, sure. okay. Ian, chance to, chance to steal, chance to win here. I was a second-half substitute of Russell Slade's side in a 2-0 defeat at Scunthorpe United, and I got my first goal in the next game, a 3-2 defeat to Rotherham United. Paddy, you're back in. It's not Sean McDonald, is it? No, no you're no. now frozen out. For You're now frozen out. Uh, I've, got, I've got a player on my mind, but I think it would be tactical to hold on. <laughs> okay, okay. Out. You, you have got this paragraph if you want. Okay, you ready? Yeah. I would go on to get nine goals in my next 13 games for Yeovil, including the second in a 2-0 win at Bournemouth in my final appearance in late February. Anything, Paddy? Danny Rodriguez. Oh, no, 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 no. Is it, oh, hang on. No. Is he on loan from Southampton? I'm just reading the words. <laughs> is it Leon Best? <laughs> oh, he's back in with the win. Oh. He's back in with the win. He's been around for just oh. two. Oh, this is outrageous. I, think... I thought the nine goals in 13 games would have got you, Paddy. Yeah, I did. It. Yeah, now. I'd... Of course, because Danny Rodriguez, he was at Southampton, I, I think. But then he he didn't. Uh, he scored that overhead kick and then we never really saw him again. Yeah, that was a little bit earlier as well, I think. Yeah, that was... Yeah. That was 2003, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to do the last one. I know, it's, I know it's a dead rubber, but I do want to do the last one because... No, it'll give me some pride. Yes, quite. Quite. I like this one. Right. Are we ready? To make it 2-1, to pull one back. I was born in Cheltenham in 1995. Christ, I'm old. <laughs> I'm, and began my career in the youth setup of my hometown team before joining Everton, alongside my younger brother Tyrone in the summer of 2012. I was part of the Toffees under-18 side, which won the Premier League title in 2014. In the same year, I got my first taste of senior football with a loan spell at Ferry. Liam Walsh? I made. No, you're frozen out for a paragraph. Okay. I made five appearances for the Shakers before I was recalled to Goodison and turned out for the reserves and then made the substitutes bench for the first team in a Europa League tie 
with BSC Young Boys of Bern in February 2015. Am I back in? Yeah, you're back in. John Lindstrom? No, you're back out. Come on, Paddy. Come on. Come on. Soon after that, I suffered a knee ligament injury and required reconstructive surgery on my anterior cruciate ligament as a 19-year-old. You're back in. Everton backed me with a two-year contract that season, and I went on to play a major role for the club's reserves in under-23s. In 2016, I got my first international call-up to the Republic of Ireland under-21s. Jane Duffy. No, frozen out. Damn it. I'll finish. So, Paddy, you get the rest of this paragraph and the next paragraph. So, the rest appearance in a 3-1 defeat against Serbia. This is all yours, this one, next, Paddy. Okay. I was I was also part of Everton's under-23 side, which won the Premier League, and I was rewarded with a one-year contract extension in the summer of 2017. Oh, Ian's really? back in, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, go, go on. Next one. Strangely, not long after agreeing the extension, I was sold to Oldham Athletic but failed to set the world alight there. Oh, Courtney Duffus. Oh, he's made it 3-0. Oh, he's made it 3-0. Yeah. I thought the Oldham Athletic thing would do it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, heartbreak. It is heartbreak. It is, it is quite frankly, humiliation. Uh, yeah. Um, I've waited but... so long to get on this quiz. <laughs> You've gone down the blaze of glory, Paddy. And to be honest with you, the podcast is better for having you on it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to see uh, see the um, what's the word the, the upside of all of this. Uh, I, I'm I'm really struggling. Well, what you can redeem. Is, you could redeem yourself with a meal deal. I, yeah, I, I, I thought of this, <laughs> and it and it's one that will never be announced. I think don't think I don't think it'll ever be announced again. Um, okay, come on, hit me. Let's do it. Uh, a a fajita, uh, not fajita, um, falafel wrap. Oh. Um, which yeah, I, I imagine there won't be any falafel wrap eaters out there. Uh, prawn cocktail crisps uh, oh, with an iced coffee. Oh dear, you're right. This is a unique one, and unfortunately, <laughs> that's that's not going to bode well for you, buddy. You. <laughs> You were better at the quiz than you were at the meal deal. That's all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sort of effectively gone 4 0 down there. Uh, maybe five. The yeah. four cocktail crisps was an own goal in the half. It really, really was. Oh, an, o- an OG from the OG. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, nice. That's a lovely one. Have you voted in the gloves yet, Paddy? I have. I have, yes. Good yeah. news. Good well, news. Um, all will be revealed next week, of course. Um, Paddy, thank you so, so much for coming on. And genuinely, thank you, because we, we weren't kidding. Paddy has always shown us the little messages and support of, of sending nice messages and sending nice tweets. Genuinely, we appreciate it. We can't Yeah, really well, ever... I'm really enjoying it. So um, keep, keep up the good work. Thanks ever so much, Thanks. mate. Genuinely, we really, really appreciate it. I, I won't lie. I'll, I'll skip on through the quiz, though, for your next episode. Oh, it'll, it'll be on the end. So you, you... <laughs> it'll be on at the end. So don't worry. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, Thank you for joining us tonight. No worries. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Thanks, mate. Bye bye. Bye. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Lindergaard, 
making Morris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trotka. 